Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa. Joining me, I've got Sharpie and Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey, wow, that was, mm. wow, <laughs> kind of startled me there. Hello. That was, that was vigorous. Yes. <laughs> wow. We're excited you're back. How's it going? Okay. It's going. It's going well. You've had all sorts of adventures lately. I have. Um, March is a busy month for me right now. And uh, I leave again tomorrow. Heading out to Anaheim to experience the celebration that is Disney's 100th. Is, we're sharpening what we're talking. We went from 50 to 100. It seems like, like, seems like ye- not even like, yesterday was a 50. Wow. And now it's the 100th. Nice. It's amazing how time flies. It does. Celebration of a different sort. Yeah. Different anniversary. Mm-hmm. Not quite the Disney World celebration. Mm-hmm. So. so where are you staying, Lisa? I, oh my gosh. I think I'm at Grand Californian. Ooh. And you would think that I would know that. I, I, I do I, believe. I would be very excited if I were headed to the Grand Californian tomorrow. I'm going to need um, to know that to tell the Uber driver. Um, exactly. I'm going to check that and let you know. <laughs> um, it I is hope for your sake that it is the Grand Californian because the Grand Californian is incredible. Yeah. Yes. It is not Paradise Pier. Yay. It would Pixar be. Pixar Pier. Well, not yet. It's still Paradise. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but I did book that this week. I booked that yesterday for August. So I will be going back out to California for some more training and exposure um, in August. And I'll be bringing some pixies with me. And Sharpie, of course, you are welcome to join us. Ooh, when, when is that? Um, that'll be August uh, 17, 18. Ooh. And we're going to do, um, I mean, it's just a, a quick, well, as quick as you can make California. Um, get out there one day per park. And then someone said, well, you know, Universal Hollywood is going to have Nintendo going. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll do a pre-day. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be. Just slide in another day there. You'll be fine. You'll yep. be fine. Yeah, but it actually makes sense because if I'm going to go all the way out to California. It, it, right. Yeah. It you, makes you've sense. You've got the, the transportation costs built in. Take advantage of the time while you're there. Right. Exactly. So, and a little I Nintendo. I well what planning a trip like that is like. I know. I'm so excited for you. Steve's <laughs> even excited for you. Oh, yeah. Sharpie's going. Where are you going, Sharpie? Yeah, let's Sharpie I talk. am, I gifted the boys their first true international. And, and, and I don't, I don't, the only time they've been out of the country so far is on a cruise. Uh, yep. So, and that was to the Caribbean uh, and, and then to Puerto Rico. Uh, but we are headed to Japan. The land of the rising sun. That's pretty cool. From the Bahamas to Japan. <laughs> exactly. So that's pretty, yeah. uh, so we're, pretty we're drastic. Gonna, we're going to spend, gonna spend uh, 10 days on the trip, but we'll actually be in Japan for nine days. Uh, so we, and we are going to go to Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. So very, very excited about that. I think that's the part. Well, normally I would say that's the part that I'm the most envious of, but I, I'm just flat out envious of the entire trip. You put so much time into planning this 
I may have to hire you. And each one of the boys got a day to plan on their own. So they oh, got to cool. pick where we're going, what we're doing. Uh, they had to do all of the train schedules. They had to do all of all the, the research, all the research. And they very quickly realized travel planning can be quite difficult when you've got a lot of variables or you've got a, a transit day where you need to make sure that that you're out of your hotel by a certain time, but you also have to make a train by a certain time. So you've got to get these things in there so that they learned how to search surrounding areas on in neighborhoods. Uh, so it, it's exciting. I, I, I think one of the most exciting things that I, th that really hit home for me as to how important travel experiences like this are, uh, is one day, uh, Toward the end of the first semester, uh, so it was probably uh, probably like early December, uh, my oldest, Braden, comes home from school and he's like, Dad, I know what I want to do on my day. Uh -oh. We just finished up studying a whole unit about Japan uh, in world history. Mm -hmm. And there's this, this temple that I want to go to in Kyoto. And I'm like, yes, exactly. That is why you do trips like this, because it brings those things to life. Um, so a, a it's very, a meaning. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, exactly. So uh, my, my best friend from high school, uh, he, he is, he's a very much a, a science nerd, uh, nuclear engineer type. Uh, so he did a, uh, like 30 to 40 minute lesson, uh, with us on the history of the Manhattan project. Cause we're going to be going, uh, to Hiroshima. So they got to learn all about that and the, the different different historical milestones that led up uh, to nuclear development. And then we're going to visit like the, the peace memorial there. So it's all of so we're doing a lot of educational stuff, of course, because, you know, I'm a nerd. Dad's a nerd. A little bit of a nerd, dad. However, um uh, with like the, all of the different stuff that we're going to do. So like the animal cafes and, and I, and, and I, I just saw a TikTok this week about a pig cafe where they have little piglets. It's like, you know, <laughs> you can sip your coffee and pet a pig. Why not? And, and do they have um, mm -hmm. pork chops next door? You do. Uh, you I, pick, I, I can you pick the one. Or deny what's on the menu. But <laughs> mm. <laughs> but you don't get to pick what you eat out, out, out from the selects. Not like going to Red Lobster where you pick the, the lobster out of the tank. So uh, it's not like that. Yes. So anyway. But yeah, Hedgehog Cafes. There's a penguin bar. So what? all sorts of stuff. But the, here's the crazy thing. Mm -hmm. Here is what my crazy boys are most excited about. They want to hit up several secondhand stores in Japan. Mm-hmm. Because of all like the YouTube videos that we've watched and, and they just think that visiting a secondhand shop in, in Japan. What's in is the secondhand like shop? Revolution. Oh, like everything you can imagine. Hmm. And like the thing is right now, the, the yen against the dollar is at a really, really good exchange rate. Um, so basically your, your, your exchange rate, you're gaining. Yep about 25% on every dollar you spend. Mm. So, so, so your, your, your cost savings there. Uh, so like say, say for instance, something is 175 yen. 
it would really be uh, 25% less than that. So, so it's that's or nice. 125 yen would, would basically be a one US dollar. So you're, you're gaining mm-hmm. about a quarter for every dollar you spend. So it's kind of, it's, it's fun. I can't, I can't wait to, to see all of the. Well, they get to come back things. with like secondhand throwing stars. Oh. Samurai sword. Okay, they have to get through security. Samurai sword. Yeah, you check it. Put it in the check. Oh, okay. Check luggage. Put it in the check baggage. Okay, you're right. That's right. But yeah. we, we we are we are definitely going to buy a large suitcase while we are there. Oh yeah. Because uh, we're we're basically backpacking. Because yeah. we get in on day one, uh, we'll have about eight hours that night to kind of get acclimated, and then we will be headed. Uh, all the way south, and then we're going to work our way back up past Mount Fuji, and yep. uh, we're spending two nights in Osaka. Yep. So going to Kyoto, going to Nara. Yeah, that's Middle the side. thing. We don't want to see the Nara Deer Park, so we're definitely doing that. If you're if you're on trains, you definitely don't want to be bringing a ton of giant luggage, right? And so you're and seriously the hotel in the middle of our stay has in room laundry. Oh, cool. So, okay. So we will. So you're, you and the boys are each going to have a backpack and that's it. That th- we will have a backpack and then our personal item from the plane. Um, so maybe a if, small duffel or something. R- right. Like a sling bag or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it doesn't, if what they have in their, basically like their day bag mm-hmm. uh, for the plane doesn't fit into their backpack, we're going to do a locker rental at the airport and just leave it. So, mm. so like neck pillows, stuff like that. Oh, that's that good. Because yeah. locker was like, I think I want to say it's like $3 a day. Okay. So no, no huge loss, especially to gain the comfort of having a blanket and a neck pillow. Yeah. yeah. And a long and stuff flight. like that for the flight. Yeah. yeah. So, Cause it is a, it's a 13 hour flight. Yeah. So is that nonstop? Any, it is nonstop. Oh, but he's going from Canada. Yeah, we, well, we are driving, driving up to there. Toronto yeah. and then leaving. Yeah. We did because the 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 at the flight from Pittsburgh to Toronto was an additional a little over three hundred dollars per person. Yeah. And and Toronto is like five and a half to six hours from us. Yeah. So we're saving way more even by doing a hotel the night before. Yep. Like quite quite literally, it it added almost a thousand dollars to our budget for while we're there, to uh, of being able to spend. So yep, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So when you get back, we'll I, have. A, I'm so impressed that we'll you have, put all this into it. We'll have a whole oh, show it, on it Japan. It has been a lot of planning. A yeah. lot of planning. Okay. So yes, we're going to review the show, and it may even take or the trip, but it may even take two shows to do that. But I would love to know. Um, what were the other two destinations that the boys picked? Oh, okay. Or attractions. So, um, th- completely like without my guidance, all three of their days are based around Osaka. So like the, uh, Kyoto was on Braden's, the top of Braden's list. And there's a couple other things that they want to see there. Uh, the Nara Deer Park was at the top of Coda's list. And then the kind of the strangest request, which I think is the mo- one of the most awesome things to do. Tyler was like, I just want to go into the woods. I want to go on a hike. 
I want to go see waterfalls. I want to walk by because uh, uh, we saw all sorts of pictures and images and videos of all these like really pristine, like the Japanese wilderness and like these like little Zen gardens that are like in the forest. And it's like so so that he was like, I want to go. I want to go see that. So we're, we're going to go out to uh, one of the, the the larger parks just north of Osaka. And and we're gonna we're gonna do a day hike on Easter. Oh, cool! It's gonna be so nice. Kind of cool. What's but the he weather? Also wants to visit the Cup Noodle Museum. So. <laughs> okay, that sounds more like a kid request. Oh my gosh, they are so excited to eat their way through Japan. Oh, like, whether it be from vending machines or Seven Elevens, which if you are yeah. if you're at all familiar with 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 Japanese culture kind of over the last like seven to 10 years, 7-Eleven is an icon in Japan as far as good food fast. Yeah. So I, I think we did talk about the vending machines and such that that would be a draw. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Like you name it, you can find it in a vending machine in Japan from Apple yep. turnovers to birthday cakes uh, to, to, Yep. Cra- the craziest sodas you can think of so much, mm-hmm. so much is available from vending machines. Don't start talking about food. Cause you know how Steve gets. That's going to be good. Th- there are even vending machines that will deliver you a fresh baked pizza. Nice. Like I'm talking like a 12 inch pizza. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then there's like a little compartment on the, the vending machine where you you pull out this like your your own individually wrapped plastic pizza cutter. <laughs> nice. That's cool. They they could have incorporated a pizza cutter in there. Have it cut. Yeah, exactly. Laser it's cut. Like, yeah. It's yeah, you get to get to get, get to get to cut your own pizza and That's why you even do. have your own souvenir uh mm-hmm. souvenir pizza cutter. But yeah, so yeah, and and chopsticks and sushi and th- they're really excited to go to one of the conveyor sushi belt or conveyor oh, belt sushi yeah. restaurants. People so, like that. Yeah. It all comes running around. Yeah, you could do it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like building a droid. Yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Very. You, you you select what you want. Like you can choose from what's passing you mm-hmm. or you can order from the menu and it's delivered right to your table by a conveyor belt. Yep. That's you so know cool. that we're complete. How long well, are we in? That's how far right. in? That's okay. Like 15 minutes in and we haven't even <laughs> all right, touched so, the topic. So you've got a Disneyland trip report coming up mm-hmm. later and then Sharpie will have a whole one or two shows on Japan plus Disney Japan. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, and not like anyone's going to care, but if there was anything exciting over spring break, we can report on that too. It's not going to compare to Sharpie. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. So, so topic for tonight is. So tonight's topic is um, post COVID finding the magic. Yeah. So if you haven't been to Disney since the pandemic, we figured we would give you some heads up on what's, required what's not required what's new what's different what's opened what's closed kind of what to expect overall because the overall disney experience of course hasn't changed much but but of course there are a lot of changes that have happened uh as as part of the reopening and i mean especially just within the last two months a lot of the the character dining experiences 
are now back in full force and uh, crowd levels are are very high, uh, just really yeah. across the board. Uh, this being spring break, this this is one of the most uh, the Orlando International Airport was predicting that they uh, within the next two weeks, they will hit their single day highest ever plane and passenger traffic in the history of the airport Oof. sometime in the next two weeks. That's crazy. We have a, yeah, we have a crowd calendar too. I'll put I'll post it on the mouse chat Facebook page. It has each park and it has uh, what the expected crowd levels are. And then the day of when you open it, it has the actual wait times for all the rides and all the parks. And it does look pretty crowded coming up. It's pretty a busy few weeks. Yeah. If you're, if you're planning a spring break trip. Very popular. And they still have the reservation system. So if you haven't been in a while, not only do you have to buy a ticket that gives you your ticket to the park, but you have to have a, like, you know how you, how you have to have a reservation for a restaurant. So you have to have a reservation for a park. Do you pick Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Epcot? Yeah, this update has taken us back a ways. Yeah, so you can do that. That's still going on. Um, you want to do that as soon as you can because sometimes they run out. And then you'll be stuck at Epcot. Oh, stuck? Well, well, Epcot's pretty cool. Epcot holds a big crowd. So Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are definitely the most popular as far as getting those park reservations. And um, I think it's fair to say that you can get Animal Kingdom and Epcot almost anytime. Yep. So you got to get a reservation. So that's still going on. No offense to those parks. Um, There was an update on it for annual pass holders. So. They can go, I think, Monday through Friday now without a reservation. Without a reservation. Yeah, that was, but it would be nice if anybody could go without a reservation, but not yet. Do you think we'll get back to that? I hope. No. Do you think we'll get back to it? I, 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 I don't, I don't know why they still have it. I, well, I, I know why they like it, I guess, because they know staffing. I don't know if they still have staffing shortages. I guess that's what's going on because we still have no free dining. We have no dining plan at Universal Studios still either. And not even all the restaurants are completely reopened yet. Yeah. So there's not staffing. So it's just hard to get people that want to, it's hard to get enough people to work in that industry for the pay, I guess. Right. I mean, so. Well, the Orlando market is very competitive right now. Well, that's good. So you would think. Uh, that Universal would, is on a hiring. Well, that's good trend uh i mean they're 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 quite literally hiring thousands of team members um yeah they have and that. Then of, of course sea world yep. uh bush gardens aquatica all of those so are, are ramping up for for the summer season so it, it and yep. disney used to be kind of that premier employer in the area like but universal has ramped up what they're what they're paying yeah. new team members now exceeds what Disney pays a new cast member. Yeah, that's good. Hmm. And they'll have a new park opening in a couple of years. So they'll need more staff for that and new hotels. Yeah, it's constantly growing. So it's a lot harder to fill all those people, all those positions. Yeah. If you think about it in the next five years, four years, how many people are going, to, how many new job openings 
will come available. Oh, yeah, so many. Between cruises and Universal and yeah, Disney. It's unbelievable. I don't yeah. even know. Well, Sharp and I were talking a couple shows ago about 1900 Park Fair. And I didn't even realize it was closed. And Sharp mm-hmm. was like, yeah, it's still closed. Yeah. Yep. Has not reopened. That's crazy. Which makes it. me sad. That was, you couldn't even get in that place. You, you know what I mean? You couldn't swing a Cheshire cat without oh, hitting someone that was in line. It's not like they don't have well, aren't they using that, that for overflow on the um, the grand the Floridian what the cafe the oh, I don't know. Grand Floridian so. Cafe? Oh, I don't know that that Grand Floridian Cafe was like the sleeper that was never full. Nineteen hundred Park Fair was Floridian Cafe packed nonstop when I worked there all the time. Character interactions amazing. Food was good. Nice hotel. So the fact that that is still not open. And it's Dinner what? there was oh, yeah. phenomenal. And it's been what? Cinderella, Prince Charming. Three years? Lady Tremaine. Yeah. Great characters. It's been what, Sharpie? At least it's going on. When did this all happen? Three years ago? Total? Uh, just about three years to the day. Y- yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Three years th- to the month. Yeah. Three years to the month. Because like th- things went crazy here for us. Yeah. Uh, on Friday, March 13th, 2020. We oh, were on podcast oh, when yeah. Disney shut down. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. You know, oh, I, yeah. I need to go back and listen to that show because that was, we had no that idea. That was a time that, that, that it, it is a day that I will never forget. The fact yeah. that Walt, the Walt Disney world resort shut down with no planned reopening date. Yeah. It's crazy. Because I remember they were they just in 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 that prior week they had been putting out hand washing stations oh, and yeah. distancing and all all this other stuff and then it, it just wow yep you knew it's it hard was. to believe that we that that all of this has happened it's like yep even three years later it still seems very surreal yep yeah it's crazy yeah because when I worked easy, there easy. as a as a cast member. Like that part, they never closed. And then they had never closed ever when I was there as a cast member. And then there was a hurricane that came and they closed for one day. And it was like the first time ever in history, they closed the park for a day. It was great. And that, and then, you know, they closed it at you know, 9-11 and then they closed it a couple more times during hurricanes. And then pandemic Disneyland was closed for over a year. Disney world at least got out of it all and they were closed for a few months, but then it was, you know, it's, kind of scary and people don't know what's going on and staffing is you had extremes on both ends those that couldn't wait to get back to disney no matter what the requirements were remember and others that probably still haven't gone back well i remember some of the pixies were like all right i'm going and then all of us are like held up at home Well, because like different first, states had different requirements. I know. And then, and yep. oh yeah, then you would come back to your state and you couldn't go back to work or whatever. You couldn't do. Yeah. Well, if you that, traveled, you weren't allowed to work for two weeks. It was. Well, and there was a lot of travel shaming. Oh and, yeah. Then people know, were. Some people. Worried. Like uh, yeah, the Carolinas, they had very light restrictions and they were out and restaurants were open and all that. But up in the Northeast, mm-hmm. they weren't allowed to leave home. Period. Yeah. California. And, you know, different time. Oh, California was California was crazy. Like locked down, but different restrictions in different states. And, you know, when Disney opened. We could travel, yep. but then you had to really think twice because it's a political message that you're sending when 
when we're being told here in Georgia that things are fine and, you know, we've got the CDC here, we should believe them. But, you know, (laughs) saying that these are the restrictions now and they're lighter and it's okay to travel as long as you're doing X, Y, Z. But then up in New Jersey, they're telling everyone doom and gloom. And so that's what they believe. But then we become the hoodlums, the the recluse um, rebels that are going against what we should be doing, that we're, yeah. we're bad guys. Well, once we got a taste of the travel again, then it was, I, it was fun to get back out there again. Cause we, we were, we were on some of the first cruises. Um, we were on, we were on the cruise right before the pandemic hit when it was starting to get bad. We were on like one of the last ones that went out and then we were on some of the first ones that went out. Um, so, yeah. We definitely got spoiled by low occupancy. Oh, the occupancy was ridiculous. Whether it's at Disney World, <laughs> it was, yeah. Universal, well, every, or on yeah. cruises. Everybody who went to Disney World when, when the pandemic was on, when it was open, was like, oh my God, the crowds are so good. You could literally walk onto almost anything. Yeah. Now it's insanely busy. It depends. It depends on when you go. Look at look at a crowd calendar, but um, some weeks and months are better than others. but. Yeah, it's definitely picked up because people want to do things and they want to get out. And it's a still a good value, even though it's it's expensive, but it's great entertainment, so much to do. I feel like I was thinking a couple of days ago, Sharpie, like years ago, if you weren't a Disney fan, you only went to Disney with your kids and it was like, all right, I'm gonna take them one time. Yep. We're gonna do the horrible Disney thing. We're we're gonna check it off the list and Yeah. And then I feel like Disney fans done with it. Yeah, Disney fans figured out it's a really nice resort with lots of things to do, and the parks are just like an extra bonus. Like, you can ride a couple rides, but then you hang out with your friends, you eat, you drink, you go see a show, you go to the nice resorts. It's not about standing in line all day. Now Now everybody else has kind of figured that out. It's not every ride back to back to back to back to back. Your first, like, three to five trips are like that. Where it's like, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this. And then by the time you get to like, I've, I've been, I've traveled to to Disney every year, uh, since 2006. And by by now it's like, if I ride maybe three things, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to enjoy the park for a little while. Yeah. So I feel like the rest, a lot of people have figured that out now and now it's packed. I think that I am more enticed by being in the parks than by the rides and attractions. Yeah, it's more yeah. about... I like the atmosphere. Yeah. I like the snacks and the food. Yeah. Um, you know, I like... World showcase at night, walking around. Yeah, I like experiencing Disney with those that don't go as frequently. Yep. You know, going with the kids. that's one reason why I love Animal Kingdom. No, that's true. Yeah. Because the animals are so entertaining. Yep. Yeah, there's always new animals that you're like, oh, I didn't even know these animals were over here. Do they have new choreography and new acts? No, but you forget like where (laughs) they're, it's been so long. Birds on bicycles, you know. We tried to see the animals mostly last time we were over there and we still didn't have enough time to see everything. I don't remember why we were Very few people take the time to go see the kangaroos. Yeah. Yep. Or the lemurs. Yeah, there's some of them I you're like, the lemurs. you're like, oh my gosh, right over here off of this main path that we were always on are like otters. And you're like, oh, I didn't even know these otters yep. were here. And you can, you can see them under the water. Underwater. Yeah. 
you ought like, to see it next time. Steve. Yes. It was like, oh my God. And they're like right on the main road to the left after you come in and you turn left at Tree of Life and you're going, but you're on, you know, you're trekking it to Pandora or you're trekking it to somewhere. So you never, so the last time we went, we're like, all right, let's go see. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. But yes. Well, and I bet when we were doing that, you thought of Sharpie and you're like, Sharpie would be proud. I did. I was trying to do the Sharpie Animal Kingdom thing where I was like, I should actually <laughs> see some animals. Yeah. I feel like I love the idea of the entrance area and we're like way off of pandemic. But um, I love the idea of the entrance area where you're going through this, all these paths and. The oasis. Yeah. But there's like nothing. It's just wet and muddy attraction areas with animals if they're in there that you never see like the amount of nothingness <laughs> when i walk through there is like i'm like i have looked for that anteater sharpie so many times and i've never seen an anteater in that enclosure yeah kind of hard to, uh, i don't know if it's even in there i assume it's not kind of hard to catch so but I like the the concept of it, but I don't think I've seen, I see the birds when I first walk in and then I don't see a single animal ever in that whole section. I think he's exaggerating. No, I don't think I've seen anything. What, is there one animal you've ever seen in that section? And that, what is it? The oasis? What have you seen? I don't know. See, I've, there's I don't nothing. Know, I don't know where the oasis is. When you first walk it's in. You, you yeah, know, like the, the park, the slight incline at right yeah. at the front of the park. You you walk in and there's birds in front of you, and yeah. then you walk through all the winding paths yeah. until you get to the tree Waterfall, of life. But like off to the right, off to the right is where we saw some animals, and then what? the rain came down, and we were under so, the cave. No, that was that's past the tree of life. Yeah. That's no, 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 no. Is that is that where you're talking about? Well, we went to the tree of life after that, so it wasn't past it. It was that right was there behind on the otters. We got stuck behind oh, okay. the otters. You're, you're talking about the backside of the Tree of Life. Yeah. So the oasis is. Be. When you first walk um, in the park. Is basically. Is that big island in the middle. No, Main no. Street. Yeah. When you're going up and there's the island that you walk either left or right around it. Correct. And then you've got attractions in the middle or on the left and the right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I haven't so really my whole seen thing, anything right. on there. When you first walk in, you can go left or right. I'm on the same page. And then yeah. you come to a bridge that you cross over to see the tree of life. Yeah. Before you get to the bridge, all that stuff. Okay. I'm, right? on, I'm on the same page. All right. Like, what have you seen in there? Got all sorts of waterfowl. There's. What's your about the, the Babarusa? What's a Babarusa? I love, I, the Babarusa is my favorite. Sounds like something you would, like a shish kebab. <laughs> is it tasty? What's a it's Babarusa? A, is a it a bird? Barbecued. Shish kebab? Is it a bird, Sharpie? No, a babarusa is, they're also called deer pigs. Oh, okay. Um, so, it's so like a, yeah. They're a member of the swine family. Okay. Um, But they're, they're just really cool creatures. All right, I'll have to look for that. Um, there's a whole episode on, on Disney Plus of the, uh, of the babarusa. So right. be sure to check that out. And there's new episodes, by the way, <gasps> of the magic of Disney's animal kingdom. All right. We'll have to watch. So you got to, got to, got to check that. It's my favorite. It's my, it's, we'll have to they're, watch. uh, they're, they're mainly native to like the Indonesian islands. Uh, so, so that, that's kind of where, where you'll find them, but they're, they're, they're fairly common in, in larger, larger zoos. Um, 
but but Dis- Disney showcases them right there at the front of the park. And of course, like you said, Steve, you find the anteater, yes. the giant anteater mm-hmm. at that. Uh, but you also have several different types of waterfowl that you'll find there in the center. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I'm trying to think what else is in. I don't know. I feel like there's a supposed to be an alligator or turtles or something in the middle that I've never seen either, but I don't remember because I feel like the crocodiles are on the safari. All right. We'll have to look at a map and we'll pull it up next time. Yeah. And then another, like right at the front of the park and one of the, one of the first ponds that you'll see. And they're usually to the left is the roseate spoonbill. Yeah, uh, I always, always definitely stop. Check, check out the root because it's a, a, a pinkish bird, uh, really about the same kind of color as a flamingo, uh, like the pink. Um, but they're but they're much lower, lower to the ground. And they have a rounded like cup on the end of their bill, sort of that kind of has that spoon. Why wow, they're called a spoon bill. Uh, but there's I know that there are there are cockatoos there as well. Um and, and you're always going to see the white ibis practically anywhere you go in Florida. Um, but the muntjac is also there at the front of the park as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that, oh, I love, I love watching, uh, love watching the muntjac. So it's I think like he's a making some of these deer. names up. No, really. It's like a, it's a little brown, little like uh, it's a. If you if you've seen a, a, a like a, a North American white-tailed deer, imagine a very, like, almost microscopic version of it. But mm-hmm. they're 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 tiny. Like they're no more than like I'm gonna say like knee high. Uh, but they're they're like native to like South Asia. Um, South Asia and Southeast Asia, but yeah, they're they're um, they're 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 just so cool. I I think they're uh they're really neat. They're 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 fun to watch because they're very curious animals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very scent driven. Uh, so so you'll often see them like circling with their nose in the air. So they're like so they'd like trying you, to Steve. Yeah, do sniff out, trying yep. to sniff out what they're. Mm-hmm. Sniff out what they're looking for, but yeah, all sorts of like, that's like, I know I go on about it all the time. It's one of the coolest things about Disney's animal kingdom is seeing and experiencing all of those animals, especially if you take the time to talk to the wildlife guides who are there. So like the interpreters, if you will, uh, or, or what, what you would in a, in a traditional museum, you call a docent. Uh, but, but they're basically there to interpret the attraction for you, tell you interesting, uh, hints. One of the best ones to stop at always in my experience, uh, is the Komodo dragon exhibit, because they're going to tell you so many cool things about Komodo dragons and tell you, and their, their, uh, habitat there, uh, their, at animal kingdom is one of the coolest because of the different things that they needed to do to make sure that its habitat needs were met within its environment. So it's, it's really cool. We got to go next time. Sharpie. Check it out. All right. So let's see what else post pandemic. So reservations still in play. Some restaurants, we were talking about that a little bit earlier. Some restaurants are still closed. 
Um, oh, so yes. if you haven't been since pre-pandemic, um, you don't know about Genie Plus. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah, Genie Plus and Lightning, Lightning Lane and individual Lightning Lanes. So I'll do my best to explain this. Um, so the old Fast Passes are gone. Uh, fast Passes were little kiosks that you could, I mean, I'm going way back now. You could get yeah. paper tickets and you could get these. You're going back um, like two generations, Lisa. Well, I don't know how long it's been for them. So you go back um, to these fast pass kiosks and you would be able to get a fast pass based on availability. And if you played it right, you would jump from fast pass ride to fast pass ride. Then they made it digital. They made it virtual. And so you would get your fast, fast pass plus. Yes. Fast pass plus. And this would be on your smartphone and or through your my Disney experience account, which that's probably new too. no, that's that's pre-pandemic. And. And you would get to choose certain ones for certain parks and there were restrictions and um, <sighs> rules to follow. Oh, Steve's showing me his Splash Mountain paper fast pass. Look what I just pulled out of my desk drawer. Splash Fancy. Mountain. Splash Mountain fast pass. For when? 1035 to 1135 on Thursday, December 6, 2012. Nice. <laughs> that's, been a, that's been at my desk for like 12 years. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Then I got Big Thunder Mountain for 2013, 2012. Oh, uh, we could have written. Oh, my gosh. We should have been on Thunder Mountain, Sharpie. I got one, two, three. We have seven fast passes for Thunder Mountain. You, what are the dates on that one? Uh, I've got another 2012, 20, uh, 2012, 2013, 2013, 2012, 2013, 2013. And then I got a Soren for 2013. Just one. Jeez. Expedition Everest. And uh, Peter Pan's Flight. Back in the day, people don't even know what these are anymore. That's no, how sad it they're is. They're collectible, so don't throw them away. That's ridiculous. You should totally take one on your next trip and just and walk up to the captain <laughs> and be like, is it too late to redeem this? You know what the sad part is now? Last time I was here, the ride was broken. The, la the sad <laughs> Sharpie, the, the sad part is that somebody you might give it to a cast member who has no idea what it even is. That's you know how that's, 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 that's true. Very so, likely. Isn't it awful? That's so bad. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. That's so sad. Now you're making me sad. Oh. First we make them hungry, then we make them. Sick. Oh my gosh! All right, so okay, you were talking so, about Genie Plus. Yeah. So what they had um, post-pandemic is Genie Plus. Well, did they go straight to Genie Plus? Am I doing this correctly? Yeah, yeah. Because they're okay. like once the uh, Fast Pass Plus ended, it it, it did not. It, 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 it completely went away. Okay. Um, so Genie Plus is where you can buy it. You know, like out in California, maybe you don't know. So Anaheim at Disneyland had what was called Max Pass. And Max Pass gave you the opportunity to digitally get Fast Pass after, after Fast Pass. And of course, it had its rules too. So we all thought this this uh, Genie Plus would be very much like Max Pass, but 
it came. Max Pass had a fifteen dollar per person per day charge, I believe, and um, Genie Plus is similar, but it's more complicated and more expensive. You can also buy an individual Lightning Lane for like the premium rides, the like tippy top best ride or most popular ride in the park. And this can go anywhere from, is it from like 10 to 25? I haven't bought any, so I'm not sure. Oh my God. How much are they, Sharpie? Uh, so Look you're, it is a seasonal pricing. Yeah, it's going to vary. Um, yeah, so you have, you have your peak, your, you have your peak cost. Um, but then you have your, your minimum cost and it, it could be as low as $15 a day, but on the high end is $25 per person per day. So, and the thing to remember with Genie Plus is it does not give you a specific number of attractions that you will exceed or do or experience. Um, average has been three to seven. So on a really, really busy day, you, you're probably going to get about three uses out of it. Disney kind of doesn't have an exact number that they can expect you to use for it because it's, it's really hard to predict with ride, ride wait times and uh, attraction downtimes and all that stuff. So it's, it's really hard to, it's really hard to, hard to kind of track. So, but yeah, and, and that's, if you use it correctly, you can get a full day out of it. Uh, what you're going to be doing a lot of your afternoon or evening is going to be stuff that really doesn't have much of a wait time to it anyway. Uh, and I have truthfully seen some attractions where the standby wait time was 15 minutes, which is about the same time that you're going to spend with, with Genie Plus, And you had to have done a lot more planning and securing the reservation through it. So um, especially with crowd levels, the way they are, uh, it has been up to $29 per person per day in the month of March. So Sharpie, this is sad. Yeah. I'm going through my, I found all those stupid fast passes. Cause you got me going through Steve. There's, I have 25 Disney world tickets at my desk. <laughs> so these tickets are from. What do you mean tickets? They're 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 valid tickets they're or they're used. They're admission tickets. I think they're probably used. Their admission tickets are all single day tickets. They're from 1998. Guess how much it was for a ticket from 1998 to get into Disney World? Because 1998. Much, it's the 25th anniversary. Some of them are the 25th anniversary on the front. Walt Disney World 25th. Sixty five dollars. $31 and 60. No way. 3160. No. Hold on. I need to verify this. Oh my gosh. That's like the price of the fast pass. Wow. I'm looking at it for August 21st, 1998. $31.60. It's crazy. Wow. You can't admit even admit one guest. I'm trying to see if it's Hopper or anything like that. No, they're just single day. No. They're not Hoppers. It says ask about our annual pass savings. 
annual yeah. passes were probably like seventy dollars. <laughs> so crazy. That's insane. That's like the price of a of the fast pass thing now. Nineteen that's twenty twenty-five years ago. Fiftieth anniversary. This is these are the twenty-fifth anniversary. I was there then. Yeah. That's, these well, are actually, when, I left in 97. These are from when we were there. These are from but when I was, I was there. I was there for the 25th. Because I saved all these things. So you got to see the birthday cake castle. I loved it. I got to see it go up. I think I left while it was up. Oh, it was, it was ugly. I liked it because, I mean, it was a part of my experience. So whether it was the most god-awful thing on the planet, I was still going to love it. Because I was, I was. Do you remember the magic giveaway tickets? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. What was the magic your way ticket? I remember it, but I, I remember hearing about it, but I don't remember what it. It was basically you had the magic your way base ticket, which was single park per day mm-hmm. with a fourteen day expiration. You had the magic your way base ticket with no expiration. Yeah. We have so, some of those. We still have a lot of those. Yeah, and then the Magic Way Park Hopper with 14-day expiration. And then I still wish they sold no expiration tickets. I wish I, I had bought a chunk of no expiration tickets way back when. Yep. Um, it's an investment. Oh, my goodness. It really would have been, especially yeah. with the ticket price increases they've had. It's crazy. Uh, but then you could you had the Water Park Fun and More option. And then you had the, yep. the Park Hopper with Water Park Fun and More option. So, yeah. All right. I keep taking us down memory lane, so I'm going to stop. But, um, memories. Yeah. Like, that's what happens when I, mind. that's what happens when I open a drawer, Sharpie. That, hey, all that, the memories that, come pouring out. The best of us. But, uh, all right. So let's see what else has changed. So the other thing you don't have to do now, because I still see this on some, uh, Disney forums. You, no more masks. Uh, no more, uh, spacing six feet. You'll see in some of the queues, they still have the plastic up. I don't know if it's in, not in many of them, but I, I, I always notice it in the uh, Mexico pavilion when you go ride the three caballeros, uh, the boat ride in there. Last, well, at least last time I was there, maybe six months ago. So maybe they've taken the plastic down. Some of those queues are super tight. Um, that's the only place I still noticed it, but, uh, Trying to think, but yeah, all of that has gone away. There's a uh, security's a lot quicker now. It seems like they finally have figured that out, and they've got that a decent setup where you go through pretty quick, unless you have a bag, and then they got to check your bag. Um, although some people they still can't remember. Do they let some people through with bags? Um, Small so bags, like going into um, Hollywood Studios, you just. Put your kind bag of hold in front, it of, you. In front of you, yeah, yeah and, and it just beeps some of you, yeah. And a, a very helpful tint, tint, mm-hmm. very helpful hint do not take sunglass cases that are metal, don't even if like it's those. a metal wrapped in like, like a, a leather. Mm. Take only take plastic sunglasses or eyeglass cases because uh, they will flag you for additional screening every time. Okay. I've learned that lesson the hard way. You don't like the sunglass metal case. Yeah. So you got to make sure that you take a plastic sunglass case. Or cloth. Yeah. It's probably yeah, a mount that, of metal. Yeah. I, I, where I always have 
prescription sunglasses and, and for regular prescription glasses, I always make sure that I have a hard case, stuff it in my pocket for attractions and things so it doesn't get so it doesn't get crushed. But yeah, so that even if it's in your pocket, you will still be flagged for screening. And sometimes larger battery banks will also have you flagged for screening as well. Umbrellas so. too. Oddly enough, umbrellas. It, it, and it's the metal content inside. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so new uh, new FastPass set up. Individual lightning lanes, you can pay for them now as well. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else that's... Oh, the park. They used to have... What is it? Extra magic hours. They they do. They call it something slightly different, and it's not. So it used to be if you stayed on Disney World Resort that you could get in early. It was one hour early or three, two to three hours later. Three. Three. It was three in the evening, which was ridiculous. Like sometimes you could be at Epcot till like two in the morning. Ridiculous in a good way. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> if you could stay up. Now it's but you had to see which park it was. For that day. Now it's every park, if you stay on property, opens 30 minutes before for on-site guests. So it's a little perk. Okay. So that's not bad. Um, I, I, I liked that, though. I liked when um, the park would be open until midnight or at least 11, and then you could stay later to like 2 or 3 in the morning. It, it, it was crazy. Yeah, because at Epcot you could, yeah, you could be there super well, late, and then people bail out because if you're an adult and you don't have little kids, you can get on all those rides and attractions. So well, you can go makes, early. It makes complete sense though, because you know you've done what you needed to do. You've got kids in tow that are falling asleep on you. Yep. And you know if you got there early, but if I remember, we would we wouldn't even go into the park during the day. We'd go at like. 6 p.m. when everyone was pooping out or you go after the nine o'clock parade mm-hmm. and usually there there was like an eight o'clock fireworks nine o'clock parade there was another fireworks show at 11 but if you went after all that after the the first fireworks and after the parade mm-hmm. you were golden you yep. could just walk on rides it was so much fun oh yeah I loved to walk Main Street at like oh, yeah. 11.30, midnight. Oh, my God. It was just so magical. That reminds me. One thing I, I want to talk about that I don't want to forget. I have my fingers crossed. I'll have to write it down. Go ahead. Well, but I, all right. So I never did this. I wanted to do it. I don't think they'll ever do it again. I don't know if you or Sharpie did this. The day, the time when it was open for 24 hours. I should have I done never, it. I never did one of the 24 hour days. You imagine, I don't know. I think I would just pass. I would definitely sleep in the hub grass for two or three hours. Probably you're going to fall asleep in a public place. Uh, yeah. I can't do it. Tw- I don't know. Unless I'm like drinking Red Bull or something. I don't even know. I, I don't know how I would do that, but yeah. Um, there would be a point where I would have, I would like need a- at least a, a nap or something unless I'm like, get my second wind wasn't that on like a leap year or a friday remember. the 13th or something uh, it, it was le- it started on a leap year oh, it was that's the cool. first time they did it okay. that's cool yeah i remember they did it a couple times that would have been awesome you think we could do it next time if they ever do old. it we'll have to do it one time 
I was at Disney for 24 hours. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah, that would be cool. So the other thing that's changed if you haven't been in a while is there's no more Magical Express. Oh, that stinks. So you got to get a Uber, I know, Uber, Lyft, Mears, or um, Sunshine Flyer. Yeah, thank you. Sunshine Flyer, which is kind of a themed bus. Uh, so yeah, so make sure you do, or a rental car. So yeah, no more Magical Express, which I, I, they obviously ran the numbers and it wasn't making what they thought it would, I guess, with extra income, but so yeah, although the, the, uh, train system is probably a couple of years away. Last time I looked and then that'll, well, although I don't know if it got approved anymore. It's been a while since I've watched to see where uh, the train is going from the airport. At one point, it was coming pretty close to Disney, like Disney Springs. That, yeah, that this, that station has been cut. However, I, they're yeah. now in partnership with Universal to put a station there. There you go. See, they're smart. Look at that. Can you imagine? Yeah, I think I had heard that, and it's the last I heard. Was the, oh, no, that the, surprises me. Well, this, it was a, it was a political, I forget the whole thing, but maybe Sharpie, you know, but it was some type of political thing where they were like, oh, okay, I guess, well, if you're not going to give us funding, then we'll, or if you're not going to, you know, you're going to make us move the, the route, then we'll just go over here and put it in one of those types of things. If I remember correctly, it was, it was definitely a, a pay to play. You, you, D- Disney would have been responsible for developing the, the yeah. station infrastructure and all of that. So. Okay. Yeah, and then so it made sense because the convention centers over there by um, closer to Universal, and then you've got yeah, so that's going to be a, another win for Universal. You just get on the train; it goes right there t- towards the convention center area, and then they'll just grab you on a bus and take you to Universal from there. Unless they just go all the way when they build it, so that's cool. Yeah, so no more Magical Express. Um, okay, so what else are the no mores? Oh, no mores? Hmm. Um, I don't think they have the package delivery right now. They do not. So that's you a cannot, no more. Cannot do delivery from the front of the park. So a few things that are not have not reopened yet is the Garden View Tea Room. Oh. Uh, at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort has not opened yet. Uh, Tokyo Dining. At Epcot in the Japan Pavilion. Really? It's not reopened yet. Hmm. Well, did they not have staff? Did they bring back people for, from the uh, countries to run that? Because it was all run by cast members when COVID was going on because they didn't, you know, they couldn't get over it, here. Th- that, pro- that program is, has relaunched and it is redeveloping. All right. So, so that's slowly coming back. Uh, and yeah. then... Uh, as we mentioned earlier, 1900 Park Fair has not reopened yet. Yeah. Uh, another Epcot restaurant that has not reopened, uh, and I have heard nothing mentioned of a reopen, is Restaurant Marrakesh. Oh, I was just thinking of that. Yeah, that pavilion is so sad. Yeah, it, it <laughs> used to be uh, operated by a third party, uh, and that third party, in essence, went out of business at the start of the pandemic. Mm. Uh, and it has not, has not relaunched. 
Well, there was a there was something announced or a rumor of Disney doing a restaurant back in there. I thought I would not be shocked at all if they did uh, Aladdin, Aladdin and Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, because you walk around, there's nothing in that pavilion. It's just empty. If there's like a even the bazaar of gifts and everything is bleak. There's like a yeah, little cafe back. Yeah, there's like a cafe or something where with a couple tables and then nothing and a bunch of empty buildings. And that was a cool environment to kind of get lost in. I oh my gosh, I the, the heyday of the Mar- the uh Morocco pavilion. I love loved it. It was it was one of the coolest. Yeah. Pavilions at Epcot. One so of the different country pavilions at Epcot. It, yeah. it was the most transformational. Yeah, you that's get the yes. right word. It took you there. Yeah, because yep. off to the left is like an empty something that you walk into. It's like a hallway of nothingness, and then the shops in the back are pretty well gone, and then the main restaurant is gone. Um, so there's just the little uh, fast food place on the right when you're coming from France. Yeah, and you still have a spice road tape yep, out by the, the waterfront water. that's yep. open. Yeah, so when you walk through there, it looks like things are going on. But then you walk into the pavilion. So, interesting. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, and then we kind of mentioned before, no uh, Disney dining plan, no universal yeah, that's a big one. dining plan yet. I'm trying to think. They had the magical extras. Um, I think we hit them all. The extra magic hours was a big one. Um, magical express was a big one. So parking is free, right? At the resorts now. Resort parking is free. There's a positive resort parking, self-parking. Yeah. Thank goodness. That's nice. One really exciting thing Uh that is, uh, coming back that, we all thought was gone forever post pandemic. Come on. Magic Kingdom. Uh, Lisa, Magic you got Kingdom. to see it. Uh, oh. oh, um, happily. Ever after. Yes. Yep. That, that was, I was it's not coming back. Yeah. Coming back. Yes. Very soon. So fireworks April first. Oh yeah. Fireworks show. Yeah, they're they're rumored to be starting it sooner, because why not? Well, I mean, we're only a couple days away. Yeah, from. so pretty close. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know so, it's hard to believe, Lisa, but yeah, if you haven't been in a while, Remy is now at Epcot. That but uh, family attraction is there over at the France Pavilion. Gardens in the Galaxy is over at Ellen's Energy Adventure or uh, the Exxon Energy Pavilion, which is a cool roller coaster. Uh, Tron just opened over at Magic Kingdom. Woohoo! Yep. That is so good. Was Sharpie here? No. Oh, you weren't here. You didn't hear. I was not on that show. Okay. So, oh my gosh, Sharpie, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Is it awesome? It is. It is pretty awesome. Yes. Um, I was very, very pleased with um, what we got to do. It looks cool, which I, and I, 
understand the position you're in. Cause, and then I was talking to John Frost from the Disney blog on the way home and he was like, yeah, you can't move. So you're locked in, but you're locked. It's not like Hagrid's where if you're like on the bike, you can move around and you can grab the handlebars and sit up and stand. You, you can like move this. You are like locked in, like you're on a racing motorcycle and you cannot, you're like laying down almost on it, it almost. Looks like from the pictures I saw of you, which looks cool. You're but, leaning forward, uh, you know, and I went over this in my, my trip review or my ride review. Um, if, if you're not in, if your back isn't the best or if your knees aren't good or, you know, I was saying that uh, it hurt my shins and at a couple points, because you're going so fast and you're pressed up against uh, like a chest plate, I'm like, I don't know if lunch was coming back or not. Just yeah, because of the pressure. Yeah. So I think if you have any propensity to get sick on a ride. Oh, I do. You're not, I think not in the right head, but in the stomach. Oh, I think I'll be all right. <laughs> um, I think you're going to be perfectly fine in the head, but yeah. it's the stomach that it's like, whoa, hello. What about like uh, Pandora, Flight of Passage, how that thing locks you in? If you, it's a very more. different type of yeah. mechanism. But does it, like on Pandora, I learned like, all right, I'm not going to get all the way front because it's going to squish me to death. Can you like give yourself a little leeway Um, and it's not going to squish you in? Or if, From what I have seen on videos, it is very difficult to not. leave yourself wiggle room. So, okay. So picture, um, yeah, picture it like a cell phone car holder where it pivots like this. Yeah. She's moving her hand. I'm moving my hand like on a pivot. <laughs> like she's doing so, it, like she's awkwardly waving to like, yeah. like, like if you were trying to be a princess and you didn't, okay, and you okay. didn't, and you didn't get picked, that's, that's what she's doing. Okay. Bye-bye. If you're you like, a very bad princess. Yeah. Everyone's like, mommy, is she waving to me from the float or not? Uh, yeah. Maybe she has a hand cramp. Maybe something's going on. <laughs> yeah. A okay. princess hand cramp. Mm-hmm. So if you can picture you know, like your cell phone holder, how it's, it's the middle of the back is, yeah. um, attached. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know what I'm describing anymore. So like when it comes, okay. this is how it comes down to your back. So it, it does this. Oh, it moves. All right. So, so the, it's holding. So if you like, like that, you're okay. okay. And I'm arching my back. I got you. So, so it does have room to wiggle, but it's going to keep you safe in place. So it's like a big circle that comes down onto your back. It's technically, but it's a, a but it's got like a joint in the middle of the circle so you can move around and it it adjusts so it slides slightly left or right or up or down i guess but not a lot it's like a giant record that's attached in the center i guess but pivots around the around the record player anyway that's great (laughs) i've just totally Lost everybody. I, I understand what you're saying. A little bit. Okay. So, um, did we cover everything that we needed to? Is that everything well, post pandemic? Uh, something else that has been closed, not, not, it, it reopened right after the pandemic, but it has been closed that is getting ready to reopen, uh, is Narco Seas. Oh, yeah. That's right. They were going to redo it. Yeah. It has been closed for ongoing refurbishment. Yep. Uh, it is scheduled to reopen the beginning of April, 2023. Well, the Grand Something Floridian. else that has closed yep. post-pandemic or closed bev- at the close of the pandemic 
uh, but has not reopened is The Voyage of the Little Mermaid. It is rumored that the puppets have been sold off. Oh, that show. I forgot about it. Yeah. So the the show. Yep. So it is rumored that uh, that theater had a significant mold problem. Hmm. And has not. Oh, yeah, I could see that maybe. The theater was small. It's a wet ride. And dark. And no, the 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 puppet show. Yeah. But like when they missed and they. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. there's moisture that's in there. That ride is or that that show has been there. I want to say since it opened, but I don't think so. I think maybe I remember as a cast member going to that show when I was there and it was the coolest show ever. And then I remember. It's still being there and wondering why <laughs> it hasn't been replaced. All right. So that's okay. That whole section over there of Hollywood Studios is, that's the section that it's just nothing. It used to be that show, The Great Movie Ride. Not The Great Movie Ride. The um, the tour, behind, backstage tour. Yeah. The animation, Way back there, the the animation, animation. pavilion. Which was all cool, and then all that animation courtyard. Yeah, and then it all lost its purpose, and it all kind of just crumbled. So that whole section is ripe for a redo at some point. Redevelopment. Yeah. Well, there you go. We were talking last week, uh, Lisa, that we we're hoping for a fifth park. Although I heard you. Oh yeah, that's right. You listened. I did listen. There you go. I what don't else? often listen. To our own podcast, but I did listen to this one probably because I wasn't on it, and I enjoyed listening to you guys. Wow, I know. That, we'll take that as high praise. Look at that. There you go. Some really good breakfast ideas there. It was. There you go. Yeah. Mm. You didn't even remember Ale and Compass. I know. I, I still don't. <laughs> I, I don't really. I, I don't have fond memories of Ale and Compass. Sharpie does. Yep. I just you were all about Cape May. I just remember Cape May Cafe for twenty some odd dollars for breakfast. Yeah, that I, was like the best deal on earth. I told them that's what I told everybody. It is. It is what you said. Was it a better deal than Trails End? <gasps> Ooh, Trails End. Oh, Trails End was amazing. That's another thing that hasn't opened without up yet. characters. No, for- Trails End has been open. It's actually getting ready to close permanently. What? Um, Wait, they have they extended its its life a little to get the park through the spring rush. But yeah. It, it's closing permanently to become, uh, to be converted to quick service. Uh. I tried to go out there and they told me it was closed. I could have gotten misinformation of course, but. It, at last check, it was supposed to close around the end of March. Um, but I, I it, it, well. it's life has been extended. Okay. After okay. the spring break season, from what I understand, but you know, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Trails end. Uh, boy, no, another one, Sharpie. We're, we're going to get to tell everybody that was great. Back for a, in the day. Yeah, it was back, great. Back when it was Trails a, End was a buffet. Yeah, it was a buffet. It was fun to go out there over at Fort Wilderness because you never go out there, right? Most people. It's a, it's a little bit of a trek to get out there, but it's cool. And then. Uh, I It's totally worth it to go out there. And it was a deal. Compared for Disney pricing, you got all kinds of great food. It wasn't too expensive. You could have a big party of people, a large group, and um, get a table. So, goodbye. 
was also nice. coming to an end is harmonious. Oh, thank you. Enchantment is coming to an end. Thank you. Kite tales at Animal Kingdom. Oh, uh, yeah. It's in the fall, not to reopen. Or Animal Kingdom and their shows. <laughs> uh, ESPN Club. Oh, yeah. It's, it became, Close. what is it now? It's something else. It is in the process of becoming uh, the cake shop. Oh, there you go. I feel like that was a big space to be a cake shop. Because you had an arcade and a well, giant it's restaurant. Not just cake. It's actually like a cafe. All right. Thing. So Wolfgang Puck Express closed in oh. 2020. Oh, yeah. Did not reopen. Yep. Primeval World closed in 2020. Did not reopen. The one thing I Rivers of Light closed in 2020 uh. and did not reopen. I see a tear in Steve's eyes. The only thing that's <laughs> the only thing that makes me sad is the Grand Floridian and the the uh, Society Orchestra being let go. Yeah, the oh. Society Orchestra was. Yeah, that's, that's a bummer. That was, that was a, a stab to my heart. That was brutal. So, what you don't realize until it's gone, and then you're like, only that could have something like that could have killed that from coming back because it was a mainstay. So yeah, I'm trying Eisner's to... lounge closed in 2019. I still have, have you been to the new one? Lisa's been, I, I have, it, it, it's, yeah, I've it's, been a couple it's times. good. Okay. Uh, it's not the same experience without the orchestra. Um, mm -hmm. but it, it, it's nice. It is like, especially with the outdoor, yeah. outdoor dining option. Oh, that's true. They had those patios out there yeah. that no one ever used. They were kind of awkward. So that's true. They incorporated that whole space. They had big outdoor areas out there that nobody knew about. That's cool. Yeah. You never saw people out there at those tables. Yeah. That's it was like good. a little, little hidden gem. Yeah. Teddy bear lady was always up in that area on those couches. I've seen her on the couches a few times. Yeah. Upstairs. Very cool. Well, Disney's back. So much has changed. So much has stayed the same. Yep. All right. It's time. Is it time? It's time. Time to wrap. Um, all right. So I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have comments or questions for us, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thank you so much for listening. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.